You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I didn't expect some kind of cinematic inquisition. Nobody expects a cinematic inquisition. Welcome everybody to the Cinematic Inquisition. My name is Tyler Hoskin and joining me today, Mark Bunn. Hey, hey, hey. And Lindsay Shrapko. Hello. 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 All right, so uh, this week we're going to be talking about Malignant. I uh, I actually watched a horror movie, you guys. I did it. Woo! I mean, it wasn't scary, but for no. me, most horror movies aren't scary anymore. No, and I think that's why I stopped watching them because it's like, hmm, what's the point? But anyway, I can't, I can't say oh. anything. I, I, I started watching horror movies like mid-September, and I ended on Trick or Treat last night. Nice. So I'm good. Perfect. I guess I enjoy horror movies. I just don't find them scary anymore. That's all. Yeah, no, I, I can't even think of. There's one horror movie that kind of creeps me out, which is Sinister, but for the most part. Mm-hmm. And that's more the kid aspect. That's all. Yeah, I think I think when I was young, when I was watching these growing up, I was more scared. But as an adult, it's less effective. Yeah, Cause maybe because I've seen it all now. I don't know. Because I can't surprise Mark anymore. <laughs> no. I even got this movie right. I texted Lindsay halfway through the film. Like, I think that I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I didn't want to say anything. I, you know what though, I will say I the, the same thing. Like within the first, I think before the end of the the credits, I'm like, okay, this is where this is going. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Just All couldn't right. figure well, out the before, rest. Before we get into that. Oh yes. The we, well, I don't even. Yeah, we did a we did a thing on the the box office challenge again. Um, I have no these, clue. I haven't looked at results at it. I haven't either. I'm so this would be a nice surprise right now to see to remind you of your guesses, uh, Mark. I believe you went with twenty point something. Yeah, uh, very low. Uh, Lindsay, you went with fourteen point two, and both on Dune. I went Halloween Kills. I'm wrong, so I'm I'm right out of it. Uh, but uh, number five this week was Venom, five point seven million dollars. Uh, number four, My Heroes Academia World Heroes Edition Mission. Sorry, six point four million. Dune. Oh, by the way, Mark chose Dune at twenty three point one million. I, uh, didn't want to scroll I figured My Hero Academia wouldn't be too bad, like for the type of movie that it is. Yeah, it did okay, and it was yeah. only in uh, fifteen hundred theaters. Yeah. So. It's that again, niche market, very, very much like uh, when My Little Pony came out. You got a lot of fanboys, and and that that would go to it. But then that's pretty much your Thursday, Friday, and nothing on a Saturday, Sunday. I don't think. Fair enough. All right. Uh, no time to die. At number three, seven point seven. Halloween Kills at number two with eight point seven, and number one is Dune. Fifteen point four. Oh, yes. I knew it was going to be low. So Lindsay, Lindsay gets it. Yay. First win of the what, what? post-COVID box office challenge. I guess that's a thing now. <laughs> yeah. Post-COVID rules. All right. Um, so next week, we've got... Uh, da, 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 the... the 
wide release movie of choice is Eternals by Marvel. Yeah. Um, I don't even else, know. Is there? Everything else is limited. Uh, yeah. Like French Dispatch? Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is a limited release. I didn't even see French Dispatch on here, actually. So limited that they don't bother listing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even there. It's only going to hit 12 theaters. Movies that are coming. Let's see if the numbers has the movies coming out. Do they do that in their numbers? Or is it just about there? Uh, they usually oh, don't do it until Thursdays. Fair enough. Yeah, it's way too early in the week for yeah. anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's only Monday. Uh, all right. So to the box office challenge for this week. Take Take your time. Pick, pick the movie, whatever movie you like, and however much you think it's going to make. And uh, hopefully we we can go two weeks in a row with a winner. Hey, hey, hey. Now, Eternals is only getting a movie theater release. It's not coming to Disney+. Plus. No, so. right. If you want to see it, you have to go to the theater to see it. All right. Sadly. Sadly. Uh, or wait 45 days, and then it'll show up on Disney+. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, one, two, three, go. Oh, damn. Oh. oh. Very small buffer for Mark. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Lindsay, we're all going to Turtles, obviously. Uh, Lindsay's going 75.1 million. Bun, 82.1 million. And I'm going with 83.23 million. Some de- decent range we've got going on there. Mm-hmm. Not for Mark. No. Yeah. <laughs> I pretty much have to get it right. Yeah, you've got yeah, to get pretty much. Yeah, 82.5 and... Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Or 83 bang on, and then you'll be okay, too. Yeah. Let's go for 83.22. There you go. Oh. (laughs) Damn. You're a sly son of a bitch. Okay. Um, Yeah, I, I didn't really see anything in trailers this week, so I didn't bug anybody with trailers. The only thing that came out was the, uh, um, what's his name? Buzz Lightyear's movie. Did- oh yeah, I saw. I watched that trailer. It was, I you know what? It, it was like the, it. It seems really cool, but then in my head, all I can think of is, but he's a toy. But this is the guy that the toy's based off. Yeah. But he's a toy. But he's not a toy. He's not the toy though. This is the guy that inspired the toy. Buzz Lightyear's a toy. I don't know. To infinity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks pretty good. I don't know. It's I was it's gonna be trying good. to think what because I, I watched a couple trailers. I haven't watched that trailer. Um, watch that. Didn't watch that. 
You know, I've got to... Maybe I did it. You know what? Honestly, I think the only trailer I went out of my way to watch was the Cowboy Bebop one. (laughs) Which looks freaking awesome, by the way. It looks amazing. And I I just, I can't get enough of this trailer. And John Cho is as... It's just... Spiker! So good that I'm, I, you know, actively sought out Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Did you watch the uh, the Lost Session that they put together? Is it the one with like the comic book one where it had yeah, that the green field? Like, yes, yeah, I did. I awesome. did see that. I thought that's that was the first one I watched. I'm like, this yeah. is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And both Chris and Lexi love Cowboy Bebop. Have you watched the anime? I assume I'm you did. Gonna say what? no. Well, it's a good thing Netflix bought I its think, rights then. Well, and that's it. Like we have it, and I mean, I I. I want to say way back, like 20 years ago, when Chris, came would have, out. <laughs> Chris would have made me watch it. Yeah, because it but came out in 98, so you would have... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it just makes sense because, you know, we were sharing anime back and forth. I, I mm-hmm. have to assume I watched it, but I'm going to say no. Yeah, because this is, this is one you don't forget. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. There's no way I, you know... I just, I just remembered like Lexi had this fixation on it, and everything was CU Space Cowboy, like everything. I think that was a password for something she had at one point, and I'm like, what? You think they'll do that at the end of every episode for the uh, the live version? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm, that would be hilarious. I'm really, yeah, that's a show. Although I, I did cheat a little when I looked, I was looking at the cast, and apparently Vicious is in all ten episodes. I'm like. That's a bit different. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're going to try and spread this vicious story arc throughout the entire season, as opposed to just here I mean, and there, like the series. Even if they don't, uh, I know a lot of like with, with uh, TV, with episodes, you know, they, they still get the credit whether they're in it or not. And right. they may be going by that, but sure. I don't know. So. Well, uh, unless anybody has anything else they would like to say on Cowboy Bebop before we start a, a new show. <laughs> I, I could spend like an hour talking Cowboy Bebop, but unless you, you guys haven't even watched it yet, so yeah. I'll keep my mouth digress. shut. <laughs> you will digress until until the next show. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe I'll tell that to everyone. Just watch the anime first. Even if you watch half it, because like the first season of the Netflix series is probably going to cover like half the series anyways. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Because you don't even get to like you don't see every character, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into our movie of the week. Malignant came out this year, September. Appropriately named. Yep. Yep. Appropriately named. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go. Let's so, do it. I will say this: like I I the, I watched it twice. So the first mm-hmm. time I watched it when it came out. I, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is the most terrible thing ever made in in life. Um, uh, you know, James Wan. I have high expectations for James Wan, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was, but it. I just, I. The acting was bad. And there was so much bad, and I'm like, this is terrible. And then someone mentioned to me in um. A different channel about uh, it's it's like more satire. It's supposed to be 
it felt, yeah. kind of it felt campy, very campy it, on purpose. Funny, but to me, it felt like an Evil Dead too. It was like the bonkers. But here's of. my problem: there was too much of it that seemed to be trying to take itself seriously that I couldn't find the the camp. So when I watched it again, mm-hmm. I kept in mind that this is supposed to be maybe a little more campy. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't like it. Really? It it's and again, it's I know this is supposed to sort of be camp. But I just it, because of the way it's shot, you know, usually when you get camp, mm-hmm. you don't get the the higher budget, you know, yeah, cameras right. and things like that. So it has this serious feel to it. Because of the way that it's shot, unlike, and I'll use the great example because I did watch it, Bingo Hell. Yeah, Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. It's part of the Bloomhouse series there, and it's called Bingo, Bingo Hell. And it was camp, and it, it felt camp. Mm. This, for me, felt like it was trying to be serious but it it just fell flat i will say this the one thing i did notice the second time around because you know we all need a montage right and the montage of her locking down her house Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you see her pulling out the toolbox and opening it drilling the boards in and then putting the locks on Okay, like I, I get, I get hold on. the screw and the drill on prem, but but all the deadbolts you got on. But here's the thing with the deadbolts: it was like she couldn't just get real good deadbolts. No, no, she had to go out and buy deadbolts that were the aesthetic of the house. Well, so it looked, it had an older. Around. Like, I like, you know, usually when you see 10, 10 sets of locks, they're these hardcore, heavy duty deadbolts. No, no. She bought one like or she found one from like the early 1900s to go with the aesthetic of her fucking house. It bugged the shit out of me. And again, I know it it's kind of supposed to be camp in that respect. Yeah. But then... Like her, uh, her sister, and and going. So her sister goes to this asylum, you know, to try and find oh, when stuff. She finds the dot, like all the all the records and the medical records, records and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. medical records. But what got me is she pulls up. I was right next to a cliff. I'm like, that's pulls- a weird spot. The park. Okay, exactly. That was my <laughs> thing. I'm like, so you go to this hospital you pull up where your front end is almost over the edge of the cliff are you fucking kidding me right now it's not like you didn't see it coming because you turned the corner and and went oh my god exactly no you purposely parked at the edge of a cliff (laughs) i i it's so bothersome but again the problem i have is if it was filmed in any other way i can see the camp in both those scenes Mm mm-hmm but because of the way it was filmed, it was like, am, am I supposed to take 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 you seriously? And then, don't get me started on uh, buddy cops. Oh my god! Like they were again. They were probably even the worst if you were cops ever. 
not just the worst cops, but the worst actors playing the worst cops ever. And again, if you're you're poking fun out of it, it it just doesn't seem to fit the 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 pace of the movie, and they take you right out of it because you have you know sass cop, sassy cop, you know, always trying to get the one, but acting so poorly in the sass cop role. And then you have like young blood cop who I still can't figure out how he was chasing Gabriel (laughs) and crawling in and under and through things when he was hiding out in her attic. Yeah. It's, it's like you had a, like, Normandy spikes coming up from the ground, but you know, somehow he was just in the ad. I don't know. There was a lot. The makeup, the 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 makeup, like, it, <laughs> I just can't with this movie. It's it's so bothersome. The the face on the back when it's Gabriel, yeah, is so fake. It's it's like they put makeup on a Michael Myers mask, and I've I, I'm watching the fights, Gabriel fight that it's her but it's him because that's the whole thing, yeah. you know they were conjoined twins and Very he was semi absorbed and he, all of this stuff and I just. Uh, there's again so many places where it's like I think it's trying to be a serious movie, but then so much falls apart that I'm like, no, it's not a serious movie. No. But then, you know, the going to the mother, you know, and 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 it just everything seems so serious at that point. It's it, there. It's just mind boggling because I I couldn't find enjoyment thinking it was a camp movie and i couldn't find enjoyment thinking it was a serious horror there was yeah, there i was think some no middle ground there really see i liked it because i found this very similar and this is probably going to be something similar for you Lindsay, to drag me to hell because i yeah. think you hate that movie as well you didn't like it i've watched it a few times over the years and again realizing at a second go there was a lot of camp to it and it's but it's sam raimi camp which yeah you there's a feel to the dialogue and to the script that you're like okay mm-hmm. so i've warmed up to it okay because i Whereas felt these two films one similar and that's it because i thought with drag me to hell i thought i was going into a, a serious horror and then i was like what no no right and i should have known better because it's Sam Raimi. I should have known yeah. better, and I didn't. But this, because, you know, when you think of one and you think of, what, Saw, uh, Billion, uh, I think he did The Conjuring, right? Yep. Um, and there's a lot of paranormal stuff that he's done, and he's done so well mm-hmm. that and they're the serious yeah. that the camp seemed to fall flat. And I, again, it... While the credits were rolling, I'm like, is this just going to be another Saw movie? Because the the music, I, I have to assume it's the same composer, mm-hmm. but the music, the way that it's edited, everything was, it's like I was just watching another Saw movie. 
I haven't seen anything past Saw Two, so I can't comment on that. It's 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 the the music and how it's edited, sort of giving you ideas of where it's going at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was sort of doing with the the with the brain and the the hospital stuff at the very beginning when it's edited when with with the credits. Mm-hmm. And again, I was expecting serious with all that. And <laughs> even knowing my second time round that it's not supposed to be taken seriously, it fell so flat for me. Yeah, I feel like there was there was parts of the movie that were like we're gonna we're gonna try and take this seriously, and then the next scene was we're gonna goof off about it. Exactly. I don't. Know, I, didn't, I didn't feel that at all. I felt like like with Dragon the Hill, I just felt camp right from the start. Especially uh, when when the husband smashes the back of her head. I'm like, okay, no, wow, that's uh, a bit over the top, but okay. I see where this well, is going. Well, I just assumed he was an abusive <laughs> husband to begin with, you know. And and that's it. Like it's also the doors. Yeah, it's also interesting oh. to think that if he was an abusive husband, why hasn't this happened before? Well, this is the first time she had her head, the back of her head smashed, well, and that's I mean, when like, it woke up Gabriel. First event. I don't know. Yeah, I, as I said, it's it's one of those things where you know him him attacking her is like okay that oh this is going to be serious. And then it's it's not as I said he, like the sister trying to help but not help like her coming in with the princess thing mm-hmm. again you're you're it's supposed to be funny and it is but then cop comes in and it's just like God you ruin everything every scene you're in <laughs> yeah I don't even know why they tried to do like some kind of cop relationship there either like what was the point of that. Well, and I again, if I I go back to Saw, and in Saw, the cops were more of a cutaway scene to just to to give an update on where the cops are in the events right. that are happening. Yeah. But there, it's it's sort of a oh yeah, there's still cops involved. This one, it's the cops that are involved are so inept, like inept. They they're. I don't even know what they're doing. It, it's it almost as like, if she was the reason that he would keep going on this case because it wasn't for her. He would just dismiss this case as just whatever. Yeah, they were one shemp away from the Three Stooges. Like it mm. just it it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And then when when they like when uh, Gabriel the CSI there right she was <laughs> <laughs> when Gabriel's going around the police station and she gets. The the female cop gets slashed. And he and they're both standing against the wall, and she's like, "Yeah, you're going." But the, even the delivery of the line is just so bad mm-hmm. that it's not. It's like they wanted to be the other guys, but in a horror movie. Yeah, it's just nothing was landing for me. And I love horror. It is because I tried twice. As I said, I even actually, as I said, I purposely watched it a second time thinking this is what I have to go into. And and it still was like, "Ah, I'm so disappointed. I had fun with it. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a great film, but it was just fun. I had more fun with this than Halloween Kills. I'll say that. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think. There was the day I watched it, I watched like three or four horror films. And I watched Halloween Kills the same day I watched that. So Halloween Kills made this one look better. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't like it. And it was the first one I watched out of all of them that I actually liked the most. And I can't remember what it was now. Of the that your horror movie marathon that day? One of the many, but yeah. I watched so many horror. I I watched so as I said, I watched so much horror and I would flip back from uh remakes and then flip back to originals and then I was watching series and flipping back and forth for that. And then I, I wanted to go through, you know, my comedy horror and then it, it everything blends after a while. Like I just made sure that so on on the thirtieth I watched Rocky Horror and then last night Trick or Treat. Makes sense. Just to make sure it's it it does. I just wish Malignant was up to the caliber of those. That of of James Wan, and that's it. I think the problem is is I I I expected more from the director. And because I can't seem to put camp in the way that it was filmed, I'm I'm struggling with it. Fair enough. You know, like if, I, if I had to read this out of five, I'd, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Really? And if you had yeah. to rate it out of seven, what would you? <laughs> It'd be five and a half then. See, I'd give it like two and a half. You know, some things were funny in, I don't know if they were supposed to be funny ways, but overall, yeah, you, I'm like, like oh, am I supposed to be laughing at this part in a horror movie? Is that, is that a thing? Exactly. I, I just don't know. But, and again, one-offs, you know, Ian posted his review on It Follows. I've watched It Follows three times now. I still don't like that movie. What? Wow. I know. I know. And that's my thing. You know, occasionally it happens where, you know, Ian and I completely disagree on something. And I think this would be a film we would probably disagree on as well. I can name you another one. We both love Cabin in the Woods. I was just going to say that. Love Cabin in the Woods. He hates it. Yeah. I don't don't get get it. it. Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) It's brilliant. And that's camp. That's super camp. And done properly, and that's why <laughs> I think of that. I think of horror movies like that, where and and then this, and I'm like, that's malignant. Wasn't camp? I just think it was a bad horror movie at this point. Yeah, you know, I I, I just you know, it, <laughs> camp when done well, like Hucker and Dale versus Evil. That's another great one. Comedy horror camp done well. This. As I said, at at some point during filming, I, I feel like James Wan threw his hands up in the air and was like, well, fuck it. Let's just do whatever. You know, it's like, I don't know which parts were filmed first or si- like it just feels like, you know, at, at one point he wanted a serious movie, but the acting was going downhill so fast. He just he couldn't do it anymore. He's like, oh, he just said, "Fuck it." He probably reshot a couple of scenes to go. Let's just go campy and see and hope for the best. Exactly. I don't know. Oh. It's tough. Uh, good times. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you won't be watching it a third time, is what you're trying to tell <laughs> No. God, no, it will not be on my horror list for next year. Oh, uh, what a shame. What I know. Shame. Uh, all right. Well, any other thoughts on, on Malignant before we wrap her up for for the evening and then check back in next week with Eternals? No? Mark. No? All right. I said what I had to say. I said what I had to say. Stim by it. I said what I said. <laughs> I liked it, damn it. I did like it. And it's got a 75% Rotten Tomatoes. So again, it's one of those films where you're either going to love it or hate it. I, I Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't say I loved or hated it. I, I would say it was for... But you don't watch a lot of horror movies to... Yeah, for me, for a horror movie, it was it was actually enjoyable. I didn't, like... Because it wasn't scary. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Whether, None of it was. Scary. Yeah, I don't know no. whether it's the scary that points me the wrong direction. Or I don't know. I don't know what it is. As I said, there are so few horror movies, and nothing scares me. I can't no. think of a movie in my adult life mm-hmm. right. that has ever scared me. You know, as a kid. Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, yeah, because I was like ten and I shouldn't have been watching it. For me, it was you know, Poltergeist as a kid. Every time I'm sticking free static, oh channel, my god! Yeah, if I, I fell out. asleep and woke up with the static on, yeah. I would freak the fuck out. Yeah, you know. And then the the very very tail end. So Candyman, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It was the just more the the whole mirrors <laughs> thing. Get drunk, you get over it really quick. But yeah. Since then, so Candyman would probably be the latest. Like, Blair Witch, I didn't find scary at all. I didn't no. think it was real. I questioned why the map went into the river. Um, and it didn't, if anything, I got nauseous. Great concept, mm-hmm. like, with the handheld cam, and, and then there was a slew of them afterwards. Um, paranormal activity. We all know that Chris freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I did not. You know, there's not, and Sinister, the only reason I think Sinister is creepy, not scary, creepy, is the whole kid aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, kids kids in horror movies are, like, they're usually creepy. Damien. It is. They're menacing, those children. I think that's what makes the a good horror movie. It's a, it's a creepy child. It's all, it's all you need. Yeah. One good creepy child, but... Again, you get that in the original Dune movie too. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, the sister. Oh my god, she was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, new horror isn't really horror. I mean, there's horror aspects, but yeah, nothing on the no, uh, nothing, nothing like the 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 the, the hardcore late seventies, early eighties horror. To yeah, no, nothing's come close since then. I don't think. Right. Well, that is all for this week on the Cinematic Game Station. Uh, join us next week uh, when we talk about Eternals and see if Marvel can do it again with another good one. We'll see. Uh, so, thank you for listening to the Cinematic Game Station, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts. <laughs>